And uh, joining us once again, this time on a Wednesday, we'd just like to shake it up a little bit, Dr. Barry Taylor. Good afternoon. Good How are afternoon. you today? Thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm well. I'm good. Well, that's a good thing. That's a very good thing in, in these times, for sure. And uh, Dr. Taylor is the author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health and Healing. And we are here today. Uh, you know, we talk, uh, you know, a lot about vitamins and nutrition and minerals and, and that good stuff, and it's all great. Uh, but today, I think we're going to focus on something else, correct? We're going to talk about mental wellness today. Mental health. Boy, are, are we being challenged in terms of our mindset? That's a code word, mindset. Like like the, the default that allows us to think. It's, it's not just the negative thoughts or the positive thoughts, but, you know, where, where, what's our default? And boy, are, are we all getting triggered and challenged, huh, by what's going on outside? You know, we are. There's no question about it. It is, uh, you know, very, very challenging times for, 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 you know, for no question about it. And, uh, I guess you, your mindset and your mental health, uh, throughout this crisis makes, makes a lot of difference. Well, you know, there's a, there's a lot of research. I, I've, I've written out a ton of tips. We're not going to get through all of them, but it, 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 you know, if you speak to anybody, it's it's this this whole thing is not only challenging. Who's been washing their hands as much as we all have been, right? <laughs> um, who, who's been wrapping scarves around or wearing masks? Although some parts of the world, you know, they they do it a lot, but we're, we're all being. Um, so we're right on the edge of looking at what's really important. And um, this is one of those moments in life where we all can take a deep breath and realize how important connection is. Yeah? I mean, how important it is. I mean, we, we, it, it, it's not just being quarantined. It's not just being concerned about somebody close to us going to get this virus and are they going to make it through pretty easily tens hundreds of thousands of people do recover from this i know the news doesn't report it you know we're all concerned about it being deadly and it is um but so many people do get through this can quite easily like a real bad flu Mm -hmm. but it really it, it begs the issue of how important is it for us to connect? You know, it, you know, we connect outside to some higher power. If somebody's religious, they would say they connect to God. And then if somebody's a little less religious but more of a naturalist, they might connect to sunrises and sunsets or, or trees or rocks or, you know, just outer beauty, right? And then there's, you know, how to connect to inside, different qualities within ourselves rather than just going through life, just being the way we were four, five, six, seven months ago. You just just live your life, you know. You're making money, you're not making money, you're being of service, you're not being of service, you, you know, you're just going about your day. Now it's so, you know, it's, it's such a time. So I wrote down a couple of things. The title of our talk today, Ken, is Helping People <clears throat> Connect. Because it, it, it's, it's hampered, right? We're all kind of handcuffed somewhat by... You know, not going to churches and not going to temple and not going to those 
places. I can't see you. I wish I was in the studio with you. I, I wish you were as well. I'm not even in the studio myself. <laughs> You're not even. Then I'd be alone. It's just Jason and I, which would be a good thing as well, because he's great. Just guy you too. and J Dog. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you know the the point. The point is, is this? It seems like such a simple word, quarantine or sheltering in place. Right. And yet it it really, you know, it, it touches that part of ourselves, you know that. You know, if you're a monk and you're a real practicing monk uh, and you're in a monastery, regardless of what persuasion and what order you're in, you know, the monk is, is connecting mm -hmm. to, to prophets and to Christ or Muhammad or, you know, the monk is, is, is connecting to some higher power um, and is trained to do that. I mean, here, most of us householders, we're not monks. You know, we, we just go about our lives. This takes such an effort to concentrate. What can we connect to on the outside? You know, what can we connect to on the inside? Given our routines are so upside down, inside out. Yeah. So that's where I'm going in this. It, it will affect someone's mood. These talks you and I have been doing, <clears throat> not the one months ago, but the ones recently, for me, as I've been promoting them to my listeners so they get to love you like I do, like I love you, um, it is, is for people to feel more confident and more competent in this challenging time. Because the more we're just overcome and seduced by the fear, the more we're overcome and obsessed by watching the news, uh, I say that's really not good for our physiology. So, so, so these are tips that some of them are really easy, but I think it's so, sorry, easy to forget um, yeah. because we're so focused on, well, can I go out or the lines at the grocery right. store? Yeah. Okay. You know, in many, so, in many ways, I, I think, uh, you know, people are, are trying to connect, uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, remotely uh, more than before. I know a lot of uh, entertainers uh, are, are doing shows from, from home, for example, I know uh, you know mm -hmm. they they've already had specials on TV about that, but some are just doing it on mm -hmm. the internet. And I know yep. some of the people we're close to here, uh, like John Leahy and uh, Nicole Knox Murphy, are are doing uh, shows from their home to uh, try and get people's minds off uh, what's taking place at this time. So uh, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people are reaching out. That's why I'm doing the the Facebook Live thing. So. You know, you can see mm -hmm. a, a different face if you want to. It, it's my face, but it's a, it's a different one anyway. So, but uh, I, I think there's a lot, and people are like myself or uh, and and others uh, reading to uh, their their grandchildren on FaceTime and that sort of thing. So, uh, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. uh, it's it, it you know people. I think this is going to change us forever uh, when we yeah. make it through this thing, uh, Doctor Taylor. I think it's going to change all of us. Uh, in many right. ways. Right. So so let's make that a tip for our listeners. <clears throat> um, whereas there can be an overuse <clears throat> of the media and people watching too much TV uh, and, and, and uh, zoning out on Facebook and, and social media, uh, that's a really good tip to encourage people to use Zoom or use Skype or use FaceTime or call people and, and make an effort to call those people in your life. 
make an effort to um, uh, send them a text. Just thinking of you, want to let you know you're in my prayers, mm-hmm. you know, whether right. you want to say something like, I'm sending you light or I'm sending you love, I'm holding you in my heart. Is there anything you need? Is there anything that you need my support in? That, that's a tip that really helps us. It's one of the things about us as human beings, <clears throat> some of us have it more in our wiring, some less, is the love of service and the love of giving and the love of helping and the love of contributing. Uh, I, I'm saying that might be kind of pandemic to all of us as human beings in the most positive sense. And um, there is something about kindness and about having someone to love, having somebody to care for, uh, whether it's an intimate romantic partnership, whether it's not, whether it's just how can I make a difference in somebody else's life? So I think what you're pointing out to is a great tip for somebody who um, might actually need to reach out to somebody and say, can I speak to you rather than, you know, what can I do for you? Would you be good enough to give me five minutes? You know, and I'm not even asking you to be a therapist or give me advice. Would you just listen? And at the end of me speaking, would you say something like, I got it? This this quality of life where people aren't necessarily wanting advice, but they right. really need to be heard. They yeah. just want to be seen. They, they want to be appreciated. Uh, and somebody can be what's called an empathetic listener or a committed listener where they know their job is to not pontificate or give advice, but their job is to just listen with as big and as open a heart as you can. And and that sometimes can be missing in this, you know, topsy-turvy, you know, I usually did that with my workmates and I don't see them, or I usually did that with my family. And, you know, tonight's first night Passover and Friday mm-hmm. and Easter Sunday. And, you know, a friend of mine said she was having um, – um, a virtual Easter, <laughs> you know, where yeah, people can sure. make yeah. the things they usually make, and yeah. uh, looks like somebody's just going to have dessert for Easter. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay too. You know, I have people right. commenting on different things on uh, on uh, Facebook when they they see me, and normally I'm wearing some kind of a shirt that has a sports a logo on it and today i don't i just have a regular uh you know button down casual kind of shirt on and mm-hmm. uh I, i'm getting complaints from people like like my friend chad in in virginia saying uh so boring today with my just just my regular button down shirt on i like <laughs> sorry it. oh chad sorry oh, chad. chad oh j-dog really? likes it all right okay <laughs> see j-dog j-dog sounds like he's a little more flexible than chad I guess so. I, I guess it. that's what it comes it. down to. Right. I guess I so. People right. are used to surprises right. every day, though. They want to see what what team I'm going to have on uh, each day. <laughs> right. Well, but I'm going to go to the second tip that I've got written down here because you're you're leading me perfectly. First one was uh, use social media and use different ways of connecting. So the second one is <clears throat> just because you're staying home a lot more and you're not going out for two, three, four days at a time. Dress. Maybe you don't have to put a cocktail dress on. That wouldn't be you, Ken. It wouldn't Maybe be me. I don't have any cocktail dresses in my in my closet. J Dog, how much money are we going to put up to see Ken in a cocktail dress? Well, that would light people's life up. Would you like so, to start at Fort Knox? <laughs> right. So the, the point is, just 
to only wear your yoga sweats or, you know, the shirt you've been wearing the last three or four days or the underwear or the uh, whatever. I'm saying some of us really love clothes and really appreciate adorning the body and making the body beautiful by whatever you and I don't put makeup on. I don't think can, although if you do, let's talk about that off the show, not now. (laughs) Um, But but men and women, there are some men and women that really – put some time and energy and intention into what they're wearing. And they, they, they like to beautify their body, whatever their body looks like. And so there's something about the well-being at this time of not necessarily dressing up like you're going to a cocktail party uh, and wearing something <clears throat> that makes you feel good. Now, we could talk a long time about this, but I won't, about the nature of color and how color can be used in healing. Um, But let's just talk about people putting something on where they look in their closet, kind of the way you do when you go to a party or if you go to a lecture or you went to a play. And some people consciously do this all the time. Some people don't, which is, well, what would I feel good wearing today? And I pose that as a question that all of us might ask two, three, four times a week if you don't already. For some people, it's very much part of their life. But at this time, when you're going out so little, well, who's going to see me? You know, who am I dressing up for? Well, you're dressing up for yourself. You know, you're you're, going to, you know, comb your hair and more than brush your teeth, and you're going to put something on that doesn't have to be a cocktail dress or a very expensive shirt or a very expensive sport jacket for us men, but would be something that vibrationally you have some association with about how you feel when you put it on. And I'd say that has its effect on our mental state and has its effect on our physical immune system in terms of how we feel physically. It does. I mean, you have to stay in some uh, form of a routine uh, and, and do that, that sort of thing. I think uh, that, that's good for, uh, for our, our mental health as well. I, I think that's, that's a great point. You know, Ken, I didn't send you my notes for this conversation. Every now and then I write notes when you and I have talks. But yeah. I, I love it. You're picking things up psychically. That's amazing. Yeah, that's the word. I, I don't claim to be a psychic. I, I'm not a psychic. You are. It's just, you know, you can own your intuition. <clears throat> it does, a psychic doesn't have to be like in the Matrix bending spoons. Psychic can just be an extraordinary way that you're connected, and you are, because so many people love you and you're such a great communicator. So another tip for mental well-being is for people to consider a routine, sticking to something about going to sleep, waking up, having some kind of schedule, even though you don't have to wake up and go to work and be at all the places and you're not going to the meetings in the evening. But there is something about the way our brains are wired that another tip for people is if time is kind of just mushing all over the place because we've got no boundaries and no limitations and, you know, right. we just get to make – what I'd say is make up a schedule. <clears throat> and without being rigid, make sure you're getting your six, seven, eight-hour sleep. There are a lot of people, as I read things, that are needing a lot more sleep in the last weeks, months, month and a half because they're so much more depressed. Yeah. So another tip would be is make sure you go out every single day, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Just get some air. You know, we're lucky enough here in the Northeast, depending on who listens to this 
call and where they are listening from may not be an issue. But, you know, we're probably not going to need to face sleet and ice and snowstorms. And, and if it's mid-40s or early 50s or wherever, you know, just dress whatever you need. But it, there's something about the mind and oxygen. And another tip for people would be is get outside. And then yep. the corollary to that tip is move. So th- those are those are two different tips. One is um, you don't have to move outside, but it'd be nice if you did some real good walking for 10, 15, 20 minutes. <clears throat> My great uncle, when I was a little little boy, he he fought in the Boer War, 1898. I remember him telling me I was mm. five, six, seven, eight years old, and and he was very very British. And he'd say, "Do you want to go with me?" I said, "Where are you going?" He said, I, "I'm going for my evening constitutional." I remember that so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people probably don't go for their evening constitutionals, but first thing in the morning, or midday, or mid evening, once, twice, get out for five or ten minutes. If you want to make it a twenty, thirty minute walk, fine. You know, there's a way that everyone listening to this can manage this, where you're not going to be w- walking with crowds. Um, it's been nice recently, hasn't it, Ken? Just been gorgeous. It has, the last it few has days. been beautiful. Yeah, the last couple and of days have been wonderful to walk. Yes, indeed. Stunning. Yeah, and where I am, yeah. there are people riding their bikes. I can't wait to get on my bike and ride. That's not motorcycle. That's a, that's a pedal bike. Um, and and wow, there are a lot of people on the streets and a lot of people walking. Um, so one is oxygen. Get outside. The second is move. And if you can't move outside and walk, then a mental tip would be is there are things on uh, YouTube. There are things, uh, there are apps. Uh, have the listener uh, text me or, or call me or email me. There are plenty of things one could do <clears throat> without having to do jumping jacks. I mean, I work with people who are infirm, and they have to do things in a chair. Yeah. Uh, but they move their body to get their upper arms or their hips or their legs, even if they have severe arthritis or back or neck. There are things people can do that have incredibly powerful effects on um, see the word flexibility, right? So this, this isn't to say everybody with arthritis who's got some rigidity in their physical body, that's not saying everybody who has arthritis has mental rigidity, but you and I have been talking for a year or more, a couple of years, about the mind and body being quite interrelated, like two sides of the same hand. That doesn't mean everybody with a rigid body has rigid thinking, but you can affect the body by how you think, by your mindset, by how you deal with feelings. So the more one can be flexible and open and breathing, It'll open the physical body to be more flexible. Um, so that's another n- another thing that people can do is is move inside or out. Oh, I, yeah. there's no doubt about it. I mean, if you take a 15 to 30 minute walk uh, every day or more, uh, it's very invigorating. Uh, I mean, it really is. And I mean, you can get very lethargic uh, just hanging around the house or the apartment. Uh, all day, it can uh, lead to a lot of lethargy, and well, uh, you know, and, and I think that that in turn uh, makes you feel depressed. I think that's depressing. Exactly. You got to get out and and uh, get some exercise for sure. I, I've I've been walking uh, during this uh, well, the last few weeks anyway, walking more mm-hmm. than I I usually do. Mm, good for you. 
Yeah. No, thank you're picking you. up what I'm putting down, bro. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. yeah. You feel it, down. I can't be with my workmates. I can't be with my sweetheart. I can't be with my friend. I can't be see my mom as much as I want. I mean, people say different things. And then yeah. that makes people more lethargic. And lethargic makes people more tired. And then they sleep more. And they're not looking at, okay, uh, how do I stimulate myself? Uh, here's another tip. <clears throat> Find something you want to learn. Could be Italian. Could be French. It could be, you know, there's a run on puzzles, Ken. People are doing oh, a lot I know. of puzzles. I, I know people, that. I, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not doing that, but I know the, a lot of people are, for sure. Yeah. It's an example of <clears throat> neuroplasticity, of how you get the, the brain to stay young. And at this time where people's goals are thwarted, here we are, have two major holidays in the Jewish and Christian religion, and it's yep. usually a time of communion and people really connecting, and people oh, are not going to work, and they're not working on work goals, right? So there's all sorts of personal, professional goals that are being minimized that are really important. So the question would be is, can you find something that's not for the, um, um, uh, minimal, that's not... Um, uh, um, it's it's going to empower you in some way uh, because you have some positive associations with, I've always wanted to do that. I wonder if I could start that project now, if I could start to read that now. And it doesn't have to be heavy, like learning French or Italian. You know, it could be, wow, I really want to read that new Dan Brown novel. If you yeah. haven't read it, Ken, it's fabulous. Go Is it? Okay, so, good. New, not, new Hampshire's so own new Dan anymore. Brown, I might add. It, it's not so new anymore, boy. Can you hook me up so I can meet the guy? Uh, I, I wish I could meet the guy. <laughs> oh, the two of us should. But, but we'll do that when we find elderberry wine. There, there you go. <laughs> it might be easier to get Dan Brown than elderberry wine. <laughs> right. That's all right. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a, a quick break right here, Dr. Taylor. So just, uh, you know, get up, move around, uh, you know, have some activity during this break. I am. And uh, we'll take a break. If you have any questions, comments, views, ideas, opinions for uh, Dr. Barry Taylor, I'm going to hold up uh, your book to our folks watching on my Facebook page. There it oh, is. It's you. Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Healing. It's Dr. Barry Taylor with us. And uh, we will take a quick break at uh, 129. It's Kale and Company, 1077 The Pulse, and News Talk 98.1 WTSN. We're chatting with uh, Dr. Barry Taylor. And if you would like to chime in and uh, tell us how you're uh, dealing with uh, being at home for extended periods of time, at least a lot longer than uh, most of us are accustomed to, uh, give us a call, 866-823-1077. And uh, Dr. Taylor has been kind enough to put together a, a list of tips for our uh, our wellness and helping people connect and uh, the, the mindset that we're in these days. I have to think, you, you talked about sleep. I have to think a lot of people are getting uh, more sleep these days uh, than they ever have. Yes, too much. Too, and, and, see, you know, too and, much. And for some people, yeah. And it'd be interesting to ask those people who are needing a lot of sleep if, one, 
if they're not working and, and they're needing more sleep because they're so depressed about not earning money or they're scared, they are working, but people in universities, um, my brother, um, many other people who are still working in hospitals are having to use computer programs in ways that they never thought they would need to teach and do what they are doing from a distance, and that can be very stressful. I wonder if some of the people who are sleeping more because they're not exercising. They haven't made adjustments in terms of eating more fresh foods. They're kind of just right. eating maybe whatever they were eating. They're not taking any extra B vitamins or any extra anything for all of the stress. So, no, I'm, sh- yeah. I'm sure that's think- true. I'm sure that's true, and I, I think you know it's it's a form, I, I guess, uh, uh, of escape for some people, uh, sleeping uh, extra hours and and so on, and so they don't have to uh, deal with deal with others and uh you know uh mm-hmm. perhaps uh contract uh, the coronavirus and maybe that's uh, that's mm-hmm. one uh you know one rationale and then uh, but but if you get too if you get too much sleep if you're sleeping a lot during the day or taking naps and that sort of thing uh then you're going to have the tendency i think uh when you uh, go to sleep at night to uh you know wake up and uh and be you know not be able to get to sleep stare at the ceiling for <laughs> hours on end and just uh ponder yeah. what's what's going to happen and uh yeah. you know pon- yeah. you know and, yeah. and think about the situation more than you probably should yes so if you're sick you know or you, you or your body is recovering from a wound or surgery or f- from some tissue need of repair then you know our, our our body and all of its wisdom and the way we're designed will shut down and the brain will allow you um to need extra sleep. And so, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, 30 minutes of a na- power naps, we would call them a couple yep, of decades right. ago. Yeah, But yep. that's different. You and I are talking about somebody kind of indulging in their, in, in their lethargy, somebody kind of indulging in the, they don't have practices. They're not setting goals. It, this is all, truth be told, very understandably overwhelming. And they're not making the necessary um, physical adjustments you and I have talked about in other uh, shows. And in, in, and in what we're talking about today, maybe, maybe they're not exercising or walking. Maybe they're not getting enough air. Maybe they haven't created some personal or professional goals or family goals or a time for projects. Wow, I really want to clean that room or I want to do that carpentry or I want to so that finish that i mean there are hello you know lots of incompletions that most all of us have in life that we put aside because life gets busy and and some people are sleeping and they're not focusing another reason that people might be sleeping too much is understandably no judgment here this is a very frustrating time for many of us i mean this is a time where many of us are very thwarted you know we're very unfulfilled Lots of expectations of travel or fun or what we, you know, theater, music, walking, skiing, uh, you know, just biking. Think of all the kinds of ways that you and sure. I like to have fun alone or yeah. together. Yeah. Right. It's a lot to take on. And maybe Going people to sporting are events. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sporting events. Yeah. I, I, I want to go back 25, 30 years. Give me the year. What year do I have to go back to hear you be more of a announcer for the Red Sox. How many years do I have to go back? 
<laughs> Actually, you know what we're uh, what we're doing uh, on uh, on our stations on on the Pulse and uh, News Talk ninety eight one WTSN. We're carrying uh, games from the Red Sox radio network from the twenty eighteen postseason. So we have baseball uh, every weeknight for a while, anyway, from uh, wow. uh, the Red Sox radio network, and uh, it's, it's become very popular. That I will still be satisfied because you're not calling the color. I want to talk about when can I hear you. I, I want to hear Ken Kale's baritone, fabulous voice call the play-by-play or at least call the colors, not play-by-play. I have to go back uh, and, and listen to some of my uh, Monarchs play-by-play from uh, years gone by. Or, or Lowell and, Spinner's and, and play-by-play. Respectfully, we'd have to go back to another century. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, maybe not that far back. No. <laughs> <laughs> Two or three years ago. So let's go back. Let's go back. First of all, I want to say thank you. If anybody wants the list of the PDF of the things that I've been talking about, I've got it in a list. If you want to send it to Dr. Barry at drbarrytaylor.com, I'll, I'll be happy to, you know, connect with you and send you this list that I've been noodling thinking about what what do we need from one another to all and, and there's a lot of great things that we do hear about but as i've been harping and and just going over i hope i've not been beating a dead horse into the ground there's so much negativity there's such a bias to look at the data and and certainly there is some pretty hard to listen to data but when you listen to the news, I mean, where is the positive stuff, right? I mean, where where is the how many people, you know, have come down with it and are recovered and they're fine now? I mean, right. I, exactly. I know lots yep. of people. And I, and I also know some horror stories of people who died because they went to volunteer at a hospital and they were told they couldn't wear a mask. And now that person's dead. Oh, my God. Ter- I mean, terrible stuff. So yep. that would be an example of another tip, Ken. I think we need to give one another a whole larger range of space and give more people the benefit of the doubt, give them a much wider berth, because we all, to some degree, have been cooped up. Some of us are really being tested. Some of us, but some of our weakest, shortest suits are coming out in terms of being irritable or maybe more critical or maybe more short. Some of us are just finding, being really pressed into ways we can be creative and feel inspired. And, wow, I'm not feeling inspired. Yeah. What, what can inspire me? But I think the point is, and thank you so much. You you know, often love my book. The chapter in, in my second half of my book on forgiveness is that this could be a time where we not only recalibrate and relook at how important Start of the show, connecting to ourselves, connecting to a higher power, a God, connecting to the wisdom of prophets, connecting to the people who really loved and nurtured and cheered us on in life, connected to nature. We can really start to really take an inventory of, you know, what are we missing connecting to and what can we connect to to feel fulfilled? The other is that for some people this could be another opportunity to forgive more and to give other people in our life who are really being tested, but well, maybe that's everyone can, but not everybody's 
you know, rising to that challenge in the same way. And a mental something for us is to be careful, maybe take things less personally, maybe take things like, well, I, you know, I, I need to just maybe, you know, just give this person a little bit before I come back at them because they're having a really hard time. You know, they haven't seen yep. their mother or their grandchild. Sure. And, yep. and that would that would help people. You know, that, that would that would that would that would, ha- that would help people. Yep. The other uh, tip that... is to find some kind of inner retreat space. Right. Um, if meditation is too much of a spiritual term, I would use a term like find an inner sanctuary, you know, where you can open up the right part of your brain, and, and maybe it is the cathedral or the church that you've gone to as a child or that you find comfort in now. Uh, maybe it is uh, a ledge on a mountaintop of a hike that you like to go to. But keep watering, keep fertilizing that in your right brain through imaging and visualizing and, and dip into that two, three, four, five, ten minutes a day. Don't do it for so long that you start wandering and get tired. But create an internal retreat state. If somebody's very religious, then maybe reading the Bible might help. If somebody's less religious, then looking at a painting or looking at something beautiful. Um, it could be cuddling and looking to the eyes of their dog, or it could be cuddling and looking to the eyes of their beloved where people have pictures of prophets or, you know, people on the wall. Things that at this time could help calm, quieten, still the mind so we can be better observers. It's kind of key to the Love Your Body program, you know, the 21-day healing program that I've been doing for many years. We got one starting in a couple of weeks. But people on their own can just carve out three, four, five minutes and and create to find your own inner retreat space. It's really yeah. a premium. And, and I and I hope people are, are uh, practicing mindfulness. You know, at at this time, whether it be through uh, you know meditation, as you talked about, prayer, uh, yoga. Uh, there's many different mm-hmm. ways uh, you can go. Uh, exercise uh, could be included in that as well, I guess. But instead of mm-hmm. ruminating about uh, you know what is what is taking place. I know it's tough to get our minds off, you know, uh, this crisis. But you know, uh, you know, you might discover uh, things that uh, pique your interest that you never thought might uh, pique your interest, and you know, yeah. gain new right. new hobbies. You might read more. You you might uh, uh, discover things that you like, uh, you know, uh, in life that uh, you you never thought you would experience or never even thought you would sample. I mean, this is a period where, uh, you know, although we are very concerned about what's going on, to expand your horizons a little bit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I think I, so. I, 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 I agree that um, I don't think we need to keep our eye off the crisis. I don't think the crisis is going away too soon. I, I think there is going to be even after numbers change, and the numbers will change, they're not going to stay the same, you know, there's there's going to be, uh, well, am I going to go back to that office space and rent that office, or am I going to continue to do things from my home? I mean, you know, it's not that bad um, for those people that can. Obviously, restaurants and movies and plays and concerts and all sorts of things are going to go out, because now one of the challenges for our mental space is how to have fun, and that would be another, like, press yourself into you know, how can you have fun? Um, 
But I, I think you're right that that this could be for people a um, an extraordinary opportunity to look at um, how to be more playful. What could I be learning? You know, what have I turned my back on and said, you know, I, I just don't have the time for that. Well, now you have more time than you know what to do with. And, no, it's, um, you know, it's very how, can you, how, how can you use it? I remember when I was starting to meditate, I was, I was 18, 20 years old. I was that young at one point. And, and I remember saying to a meditation teacher, I said, I'm, I'm feeling really bored. And I remember him saying to me something, it was really Greek, Arabic, it was like Martian. What what just came out of this man's mouth? He said to me, you know, boredom is a very, very high state if you could accept it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Your your laughter, because, you know, you're a young man with a lot of wisdom, you get it. But you try to tell it to a 20, 30, 40-year-old, and all they want to do is fix, stop, or, 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 or get out of the boredom. He was saying is if you could accept boredom, wow, that's very high. I totally didn't get it till many years later. Yeah. You know, so here we are. There's a lot for us to embrace and accept. And be, and it's, I can't admonish people with a finger and say, stop doing that, because, Ken, that doesn't work. It's like be compassionate with yourself. Start to observe what you're pushing away. Start to observe what you're resisting. Resistance causes persistence. Start to really engage with that which you think is impossible. I'm listening to people in their language. I pick them up. Hey, how are you doing? And somebody says to me, how do you think I'm doing in this crazy time? It's like, oh, my God, call my secretary. This person needs yeah. an appointment with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I wonder time... if people have, have a tendency uh, during this period uh, to spoil themselves a little bit too much. I, I'm talking about basically uh, in a in a dietary uh, sort mm-hmm. of way, you know, trying to get through this thing as best they can and spoiling Talk themselves with. What are you, with, what are you uh, talking about? Talk to me, Ken. How are huh? they? I mean, you know, like ice cream, or they're having pizza delivered, or how are they spoiling themselves? Well, in all all, all of the above, I I think people might be really? having a tendency to, uh, you know, they they have more time on their hands. Uh, they may not have more money on their hands in many cases, but, mm-hmm. uh, they, they will, they have more time and, and just, you know, you know, pig out on, on junk food a little bit too much. I think there's a tendency to do that when you have, uh, more time on your hands. Ken, should we do a dessert, uh, dessert? Ken, should we do a short show or a half show or a mix on healthy indulgences? Desserts yes. Oh, that, absolutely. Des- yeah. Desserts. That would be like, oh my God, this is so good. Can I have more? Absolutely. This is really good for you. We could roll, fold in the flavonoids and the different colors. And (laughs) it's it's like we could give some people some tips on healthy desserts that don't leave you feeling guilty. I like it. I like it very much. I do. I I do. You know, I, 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 you know, the other thing is too, I, I think. In all honesty, I think people are, are drinking more right now. Uh, and I'm not talking about water or, or soda. I'm no. talking about alcohol consumption going up right really? now. That's what wow. I hear. I hear this business at the state liquor stores in New Hampshire is up like 60% from wow. this time last year. 60%. Is that why we can't? Is that why we can't find any elderberry wine? They've all bought it a, out. Yeah, that's a, a 
probably the reason that they're all out of elderberry wine. <laughs> wow. A lot of, well, hey, um, alcohol, sleep, um, numbing out, not sleep, but just disassociating, like just being kind of numb. Um, uh, uh, sugar indulgences, like eating to your numb. You know, you, yep. you don't want to make love and you don't want to cuddle and you don't want to kiss too much because, you know, I just had enough ice cream and chocolate cake and enough sugar to, um, I kind of feel bloated. So you'll <laughs> forgive me if I pass on sex and, and some romance tonight. You know, th- those are all pretty common, eating alcohol, sleep. We've covered a number of things of how normal people deal with stress. You know, um, some people overexercise. Some people come become meditation junkies. You know, you know, how can we live so we're a little bit more balanced? Maybe it's not about never having a good beer or wine unless somebody chooses never to have it, and that's their option. But you're absolutely right. That would be a sign of how overwhelmed and how probably, sorry, I don't, don't want to be judgmental, but it might be a sign. There's the word. Might be a sign that people are not being inventive and creative with this incredible challenge. You know, yeah. just let, let's kick back and see if, uh, how many shots of tequila and vodka can I have. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dr. Taylor, always uh, great to chat with you. And, and, yes, I want to do a segment, at least a segment, on uh, those desserts you can have when uh, you can leave the table and not feel guilty about the whole thing. That That would be great. Okay. That would that would right. be terrific, and we'll Maybe we'll we do, do that. A half segment on that, and then a half segment on preventing allergies. We're getting into allergy season. Uh, that's true. Very with, true. With with all the people under stress mentally, uh, yeah. Then my concern is people are going to be even more symptomatic by the pollen in the trees as we get into that. So I'll leave yeah. that up to you as to how you want to work. No the question. Time. No. We, I we'll always split look it forward then. to speaking to you. Thank you well, for having me a, on. Well, it is our pleasure, Dr. Barry Taylor. And uh, again, uh, the book is Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Healing. Probably need it now more than uh, ever before. And uh, Dr. Taylor, thank you so much uh, once again, and we will uh, chat soon. God bless. Have a good one. Best to Jason. Look forward to speaking to you soon. Thanks for having me on. Very good. Dr. Barry Taylor.